another episode of Sown and Rooted. I am your humble host, Kimberly Collins, the Educated Natural. And as you know, right here on Sown and Rooted, we are designed, created, and set up to get to the root of the matter. Today's subject has everything to do with nonprofit organizations. And who better to school and educate each one of us than my featured guest of this episode. Now, truly, if you have followed me between 2013 till about 2017, you are quite familiar with this face here. And who am I talking about? I'm talking about the beautiful, the incomparable, the person that I call my wonder twin, my ride or die, her name is none other than Mrs. Jennifer Foxworthy. Now, to tell you just a little bit about my former co-host, I have to do her justice by telling you first and foremost about her bestseller, in my opinion anyway, okay? Her book is entitled, Tomorrow My Sunshine Will Come, Memoirs of Women Who survived domestic violence. If you haven't got this book in your literary arsenal, what are you waiting for? Go out now and trust me, she will tell you how to get this in your hands. But outside of being a wonderful author and a wonderful woman of God, and of course she is a wonderful mother and wife, since being here along my side, she has gone off and done amazing things. But don't let me tell you her story. You know, I love to have my guests come on and tell their own story. So put your hands together and join me in welcoming none other than Mrs. Jennifer Foxworthy. Welcome back. <laughs> Only you. <laughs> I love you, sis. I love you, too. You know, we, hey, God, come on here with your fire. I am, I'm messing with the nap, the educated natural. Yes. I am so Somebody. happy to have you back. I am so happy. Y'all have to watch out. We are the dynamic duo up in here. Now, listen, since I saw you last, especially since you were here on the show, back then, you all, the show was called The Journey, A Meeting of the Minds. Now we have rebranded the show, and as you know, it's called Sown and Rooted. Now, since you were here last, sis, you have went to school, earned all these degrees. You have just been taken off, and I couldn't be happier to say, I know you. But before we get into all of that, you have to tell everyone about Miss Jennifer Foxworthy. Oh, my goodness. You're such an excellent host, Kim. Thank you so oh, much thank for you. having me. It is truly an honor. You know, I absolutely adore you and I see you near and far and you're blessing so many people. So it just tickled me to have this opportunity. Jennifer Foxworthy, what do you say about this? daughter of Christ. Oh, good gracious. God um, is just opening up so many doors and teaching me so many lessons. So I'm a wife of an amazing husband, Tom, a mom of three bonus kids, but we have our son, Noah, 10 years old, fifth grade. Oh, good gracious. He keeps us on our toes. I'm an entrepreneur, dual business owner, 
I have uh, my for-profit, which is Inspirationally Speaking LLC, where I'm a motivational speaker and author, as you mentioned, Kim, and thank you for that plug. Absolutely. On the nonprofit side, I have Unstoppable You Ministries, Inc. So with all of those things, and then last year I graduated with my fourth degree, my second master's, and that was in social work. So every degree that I have has been very intentional and crafted to help me do what I'm doing for the Lord. Amen to that. I always salute, put my hands together and cheer for women that no matter what stage of life you are in, no matter what you have going on, you put yourself first and getting your education, Jennifer, I know from the very beginning was one of those things you were always determined to do. I just didn't know you would go that far, but I am so happy to be able to sit here with you today and say congratulations to give you your roses and to tell you how as your sister, I am so absolutely proud of the accomplishments that you have been able to do so far. And the sky is the limit for you. And I've always said that the sky is the limit I'm telling you all, if you have not connected with Jennifer, you are missing out on one of the smartest women that I know. She is loving from the inside out. You cannot be around her and think you're going to have a sad day. No, she's going to make you laugh. If you was here at the opening, you saw the pom-poms. It has already started. Okay. She is just a ball of joy. And I love anytime we get together. Yes, child. Yes. I'm telling you, she is something else. And I absolutely love you. I absolutely do. Oh, gosh. Feeling is mutual, sis. And I think what you're discussing, this episode is, um, every episode is, I'm sure, amazing and wonderful. And, and definitely people are able to glean. But I get asked a lot about nonprofits and and the organization. So I think this is right on time. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But before we get into learning more about your nonprofit, I would like to give people a little bit more information about your background. And I'm telling you, I'm so excited. I brought out my show cards. I was like, oh, I'm not missing a thing. I brought out my official show cards. Y'all know I don't play. Okay. So when you first started out, Jennifer, you entered the business realm as a motivational speaker. And I know a lot of people that would love to get into that industry, but you took it a step further. You joined an organization called Toastmasters. Are you able to tell us about your journey with Toastmasters and how it has opened doors for you as far as your nonprofit as well? I would encourage anybody to get with a public speaking organization to help you with your skills. So, When I was about six years from retiring from the service is when God started revealing the the gift of motivational speaking. And I was a podium speaker where I had crafted my speech, but I was stuck to the podium. And as God revealed these opportunities to speak around the base in different places, and I I was like, you know what, this is something I really want to pursue as a profession. And one of my military colleagues mentioned Toastmasters. At that time, you know, when you're 21 years in the service and that's all you know, I've never attended conferences, retreats, 
my whole life has been military. So I didn't have those networking connections or I had to glean from. Everything I learned was from trial and error. And I got a PhD in Google. Yes. I looked up Toastmasters International and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to check this out. So I had that on my radar prior to retiring. And I visited a few different clubs. I had a few uh, Toastmaster members that were in my church. They invited me to come and check out their club, which was Talk of the Town. And I have not left. So I've been with Toastmasters for eight years. Toastmasters have given me the confidence to no longer be a podium speaker, but to also craft and present my presentations with vocal variety, nonverbal gestures, um, opening up with a quote or a story. There's just so many ways. It is a craft to engage your audience to where they leave feeling fulfilled. And because I work Toastmasters, I earned my DTM, which is Distinguished Toastmasters. And a DTM, I have that behind my last name on my LinkedIn profiles and everything. A DTM to a motivational speaker is like a PhD to a doctor. Wow. People see DTM, they know that I'm coming with something. Absolutely. And because of the confidence that I gained from working with Toastmasters, being a part of my club, fulfilling leadership roles in the different speech projects, I was able to ask for a five-figure speaking job and get it. Wow. I get my speaking jobs, my speaking gigs are four and five figures. Wow. And I have no problems asking for that. And that's right off the bat. Absolutely. You have, you have earned it. You have definitely earned it because that's how, not through Toastmasters, but we met. And I remember you telling me back then, you know, I was nervous. You were nervous about being on camera doing it. And now to see how you have just taken this whole public speaking, motivational speaking world by storm. I've seen the growth. And I'm telling you, you all that are live with us in the studio, thank you for being here. Thank you, each and every one of you, for being here in the studio with us. We see you. Hello. Thank you for being here. But if you haven't checked out Toastmasters and you really want to get into motivational speaking and you know it's deep down or something, it's on your bucket list. Like Jennifer said, I would even tell you, get into your nearest Toastmasters, because as you see, it has really gave, given her more confidence. It has opened up doors for her. You want that? Listen to her. Toastmasters is the way to go. Absolutely. Uh, Kim and I would tell people, especially if you're a business owner or if you're preparing for that job interview, you don't even have to be a motivational speaker or have ambitions to be. It could be just a better leader. You need to be able to effectively communicate the task, the missions, the vision, because if you're stuttering or you're stammering or you get nervous, it doesn't convey well. And especially as a business owner, how do you do that elevator pitch? So, yeah, you just don't have to be a motivational speaker. We help all types of people, people with stuttering problems, and they want to come across smoother. And it's very affordable. So that's why I stuck with it. And I've been with Talk of the Town 
Club 9410 for over eight years now. Amazing. Where are my clapping hands when I need them? I'm just going to use my real hands. <laughs> Here, I got some clapping hands. She got some clapping hands. Yeah, I got yes. some clapping hands. Yes, yes. I, I come prepared. I got you, sis. I remember the Twins Activate. Yes, absolutely. Wonder Twins Activate. You all, we always have a goal when we get together. Now, Jennifer, from a speaker's point of view, were there any challenges that you faced as you were growing to where you are now? Oh, good gracious. Absolutely, Kim. Um, in the beginning you said, okay, who's your target audience? And because I was kind of newly out of an abusive relationship, I had just wrote the book and domestic violence was like my number one sought after topics. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to speak to women 18 to 50 years old. And now it's like, okay, well, where do I find these women? Shelters, churches, that type of thing. Well, that's great. Well, it took me four years to realize, and I don't mind providing my services for free. Um, I, I like to pick and choose. And I know starting out, you have to do certain things for free, you know, to get started and build up your name. But what I didn't realize, those organizations, those places where I would find my target audience, they're nonprofits. And many times... They don't set aside a budget to pay speakers. Normally, they want them to come in for free. Mm -hmm. And initially, it seemed like an expensive hobby because you're doing, I'm shelling out money for marketing, website, everything, All right. you know, to put me out there. But I wasn't really being in because of the target audience. And then it dawned on me, Jennifer, you got over 21 years of military leadership skills and things that you learned from there. So I rebranded in 2019. I still speak on domestic violence. I still speak to those churches and shelters and everything. However, now I target HR professionals, those corporate leaders, those networking organizations, because most times they have the funding to pay my fee or somewhere in between. So yeah, it was, it was tough trying to figure out. And I realized I don't like being put into a box because people were like, well, are you just going to do women and minority women? And I'm like, no, because men can glean from an uh, domestic violence presentation. I also have leadership skills. I don't want to isolate anybody. Right. So I speak to individuals. I speak to organizations. And that's what I leave it as. And these are the topics that I present on. You will never find Jennifer speaking on a topic that I'm not comfortable with, like finances or something like that. No. Right. I stay in my lane. Absolutely. And that's why I have you here because, you know, I don't have my own nonprofit, but I know people that are interested in them. And I say, you know what? Let me use my resources. I know people yes. that are skilled in this. Why am I going to try to co cover something I'm not familiar with? So I right. call my girl, Jennifer. <laughs> and let me tell you, her story, her journey has been absolutely amazing. So that's why she is here. At the end of today's show, everyone, especially those of you that are in live studio, thank you for being here. 
We're going to have a questions time. So if you have questions about a nonprofit, put them in the chat. Those of you that are here in the studio, put them in the chat. We'll have her answer them if she's able to. And if she's not, she's going to right now give you her social media links. That way you can reach out to her directly if you know that you are interested in forming your own nonprofit. So Jennifer, please, for everyone that's here, please tell them your social media contacts and how they can reach out to you for more information. Absolutely. So I'm on Facebook, Jennifer Foxworthy. You can even Google Jennifer Foxworthy. You're going to see this beautiful uh, dark skin face. Click on it. I have my website. So for <laughs> when you have two businesses, you have social medias for both sides. Right. So you can go to www.inspirationally, and that's with two L's, speaking.com. And you'll see the for-profit side. If you want something on the nonprofit side, that's www.unstoppable. You, that's Y-O-U, ministries, with an S at the end, inc.org. We're on Instagram. I have Twitter. I am on LinkedIn. So if you really want to connect, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, are probably your best bets. And you just look up, search for Jennifer Foxworthy. There's not many of us. I would love to be related to the redneck comedian Jeff Foxworthy, but I'm not. I only know one redneck joke. You know you're a redneck if you're a dog in your wallet or hooked to the same chain. People ask me, Jennifer, you re you related? To I'm like, look at me. I'm black. <laughs> I don't know any redneck jokes, but I'll try. So... Yes, that's how you can get in touch. As you, I told you all, the shenanigans, they're going to start with Jennifer. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that's why I love her. Because she is like the total package. She is all business when it's time to be all business. But every now and then, she's going to hit you with that joke unexpectedly. It's going to make you laugh. So I love her. And I am so happy to say that she was a former co-host here on the show when the show was The Journey of Meeting of the Minds way back in the day. And this is the first show we have done together since she has gone on and followed her own star. And let me tell you, that star is huge now. Like, it's a planet now. So, you know, I'm just happy that she took time out of her very busy schedule to sit down here with little old me. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, you know, I love you. I love you. Once again, everyone. Now, I know one of the people that are in the studio today, she may not know this, but she is also serving right now, I believe, as a cook in the Navy. And you are a Navy vet. So say hello to your fellow Navy vet out there. Hello. That would be Miss Shana. Yay. Yes, Shayna. Jennifer spent over 20 years in the Navy. That's phenomenal. Congratulations. So I am, I'm like, uh-oh, I need some Army people to come up in here in the studio. Uh, I'm, being, I'm being overtaken by Navy. Go Army. <laughs> there you go. We take it over. So let's get back in on the topic. Now, as a business owner, as a motivational speaker, as an author, how can all of these things that make you you be a key factor in developing your nonprofit, Unstoppable You Ministries Incorporated? I believe it provides credibility. I knew as a motivational speaker, in order to 
uh, for people to find me credible or take me seriously, you have to have some type of published literature behind you. True. Um, and the reason why I published that book was to come from out of the science of domestic violence. As a business owner, I'm grateful that with, inspirationally speaking, I'm a team of one. But when you start a nonprofit, it's a whole different ball game. It's no longer where, okay, oops, if I make a mistake, it only affects me. Right. That nonprofit, it affects your board members. It affects the integrity of the company. It affects those donations coming in, the grants, and everything else. So my college degrees, my first business of inspirationally speaking, the motivational speaking, they were all stepping stones or springboards to lead me to deal with Unstoppable You Ministries in such a profound way. Because if I cannot articulate why someone should donate and invest in my organization, if I'm not able to articulate that, then they're going to walk away and invest in somebody else. I need to be able to put that out there in such a way that they can't resist. And with Unstoppable Ministries, we are a 501c3 organization, and we provide emergency services, public education and training, as well as supportive resources to communities around the country, but especially to those affected by domestic violence, human trafficking, and homelessness. So Kim, yeah, to just really answer your question, you gotta hit the people with the why. Why should I care? And if you can't explain and articulate why they should care about domestic violence or human trafficking or homelessness, your organization would tank. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, one of my former guests was a is a survivor of domestic violence, and just hearing her share her story and hearing her now, that's her focus as well as to save as many women and young girls as she can from domestic violence. And I kind of heard her story and I know your story. And I'm like, wow, that is an area that, especially now that we've been in this pandemic as long as we have, there's just so many people that maybe before may not have found themselves in a domestic violence situation, but maybe in one now because of quarantine. So I'm so glad to have your organization there as a place, as a resource that they can turn to and as someone that I know personally that really, truly cares from her heart out. She, she's not just talking at everyone. I know her. She truly cares because she's lived that story. So, Jennifer, I just personally want to thank you for forming an organization for women that are in this type of situation. And I'm telling you, that Navy experience, you already know, she don't play. It provided that structure. And... When you run a nonprofit, pride cannot be in the way. No. I think that was another reason why God had led me to start this. So to back up and to inform, how did Jennifer start a nonprofit or why? That was my next question. Not something that I had just woke up and said that I wanted to do. I've had the Unstoppable You Conference. 
and all and my living unshackled television show these platforms that cost money were under my for-profit business well what i didn't and it, i was struggling financially so whatever i didn't get from ticket sales or in-kind you know support was coming directly out of my military retired paycheck and i was getting so resentful and so i was struggling and I'm like, okay, well, I'll do this one better, and I'm going to put these things in place, and still the budgeting or finances, it just wasn't there. God gave me the blueprint, but there were just certain aspects that I needed to understand. We were even giving makeovers to homeless men and women, speaking on domestic violence and just a variety of topics. And one of the things that finally came to me is Jennifer... You're doing nonprofit causes under a for-profit business. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, and as great as your beautiful smile is, people like tax deductions. They want to get better at the end of the year, you know, that they can try and get a tax break or, or get some of their money back. Mm-hmm. So in 2017, I swallowed that pride and form put in the paperwork. I was able to get with a wonderful friend who helps people start their nonprofit. She did help me with all the paperwork. She listened to, you know, my mission, my vision, what I already had established. And she put in the bylaws, um, just everything needed to incorporate the nonprofit and we've been running ever since our account continues to grow. We continue to impact. Um, We I've helped human trafficking victims. I helped, I get calls two and three times a week from people, from family members or from victims dealing with abuse Um, The events that we host virtually and in person or hybrid, it's a it's tireless. And I but I have an amazing board of directors. So it's not something that someone should just go into just for the sake of just because. I agree. Now, you mentioned your board members, and I know several people that are trying to start their nonprofit. It's kind of a tough area for them. How did you select or go about selecting your board members? Well, Kim, as you know, as a praying woman, you you pray and and you're like, okay, God, if you're leading me to this, please bring the people who are willing to come alongside. It is very important. So I'm the founder and CEO. I'm the president. So I actually hold two positions and that is on purpose. Be that way my board cannot outvote me. Again, I I learned all of these different things. You want to operate your board with integrity to where that is not even an issue. So when I pulled back, I'm like, who do I know that I can go to war with? I have a lot of amazing people in my life. Some I can go to war with, some I can't. They're, They're amazing But when it comes to throwing those tomahawks and going in there with the sword and everything else, 
some people may flee, turn the other way, or, or they don't want to do the work, but they want to get the glory. Right. When I looked at it. I was like, okay, I need a treasure and I need somebody that I'm close to and that I can trust. Right. And I realized that my cousin, she worked in accounting. She was an accounting guru. That's her profession. So long story short, my secretary, my vice president, um, my treasurer, everybody that we have in different positions, that is their gift. That is their profession. That is their talent. And that's one of the, it, the best advice that I can give people who are looking to start a nonprofit. Put people in specific positions. Yes. Don't try to fit a square peg in a round hole. You will get disappointed. And when you when you reach out to them, first ask them, hey, pray about this. Right. And if it's not for you, I completely understand because you don't want to rock or terminate that friendship or that relationship. Once they say, OK, I am I want to come on board. I'm with you. Explain. I'm looking for people who are willing to go to war with me, who are willing to share, who's willing to um Help me from being tunnel vision, who are willing to come up with other ideas. So even though I'm the face of the organization and the main workhorse, my board of directors and other people, they're down and it's just been tremendous. So my secretary, she has great clerical skills. She's an educator. So yeah, my vice president needed to have nonprofit experience. Because I did not. Right. So my former vice president was on the uh, board for Big Brothers, Big Sisters, as well as her church and other organizations. I We went to her for a lot of guidance. That's great. My vice president that I have right now, she is also on the board for the American Heart Association. So... Yes, I'm the president, I'm the workhorse, but my, my next in line, the next in command, they have to have that experience. That's amazing. That is great advice because some people will go to anybody or people that they think would fit that position. But as you have said, you're going to have to do your due diligence and make yes. sure that the person truly fits the position because like this is like your this is your baby. Yes. And this affects a lot of people. And you can't have those sometimey people, not sure people, scared people. No, not in this type of organization. You have to have for any nonprofit, steady, stable people, educated people, preferably, but at least people with working common sense to be able to function in these areas. And when it comes to your financial leg, you want people you can trust. That's your money. Yes. You don't want yes, money man. to go missing, especially from a nonprofit because it's hard to get. <laughs> so, so be mindful as to where and who you put where. Now we have a very interesting question and I think this is the perfect place to for you to answer it. It says, okay. where is your foundation located? So just, I am located in Southern Maryland. Unstoppable U Ministries is, in, is uh, incorporated in Maryland. However, because our platforms are mobile, 
I'm able to go to any state that I want to. Now, you have to be mindful if I'm running a, um, a venue or anything, I need to know what those state other state requirements are and submit the right paperwork, um, especially if I'm gaining any type of money from that particular state. But I am incorporated in Maryland. I pay the state taxes and federal and, and everything else. We submit our money. When an organization makes under $25,000, you just have to submit uh, an N990 form or 990N form. That's like your basic. But once you start going over 25000 now you have to submit other things when you're paying your taxes. But yes, I am... My the foundation, the address is in Maryland. All right, everyone, you have heard the information. Now, Jennifer, one thing, well, one major thing when I hear the term nonprofit, right next to it and somewhere in that sentence, there is another word, and that deals with the finances, and that word is grants. Yes. Have you had a story, an experience when it comes to grants for your particular nonprofit? Yes, I do have a story, and there was a community grant here in Southern Maryland that I caught wind of that I wanted to compete for. So me and my board members, we got together. We This was like our first major grant where you have to submit all of their the things in templates. You can't go outside of what they're, what they're looking for or the box or the... If they say, we want this, we want A, B, and C, you give them A, B, and C. You don't give them X, Y, and Z. Because what they will do is, oh, you can't follow directions. You waste your time. You are not serious about this. And it goes into the round file. You don't have hard work to go into the round file. So we, we did everything according to what they wanted. Now, it was a very competitive grant. We were skipped over because our one financial form, there was something on it that didn't match the other financial form. It, it was very minor, but again, it didn't jive. And it also is possible I was looking to restart my television show. And in their mind, that wasn't an important enough project to push that money to. And I completely get it. So when you go for grants, you have to be very methodical of what you plan on using that money for. And that may mean you should always study that grantor and those who they've given grant awarded grants to. That is very helpful. So you have to do your research. But that is just one example. We were skipped over because of our, our financial piece. Something didn't match up with the other paper. Um, not that we were doing anything wrong or what have you. Um, right. But again, it's those checks and balances. Right. Absolutely. Now, when you went through the grant writing process, was that hard? Could you give somebody that may be interested in writing a grant, maybe some pointers? I like to go for the grants where you just click on a link 
and you just fill out the information, you copy and paste your mission, your vision, where it's done electronically and everything else. Those are the greatest. Those are the simplest. But then there's those more involved grants where they need more um, as far as the breakdown of your bank statements and everything else. They want to know where are you pushing all your money? How much money do you have in the account? Many grantors, they won't even, it's unfortunate to say, but if you have less than three years of business in with your nonprofit, you, they don't see you as qualified enough. They want you to have at least four or more years in business because they see you as a baby, as green. You're just getting your footing. You're not there yet. And they're looking to come alongside organizations that are really planted and out there in the community if they're going to invest that type of um, that money. I would always encourage someone do your research. I mean, you can always get a book from the library about how to write the greatest grants. But me, because I'm so busy, busy, and I have a um, two businesses and a family, I will outsource to the gurus, the grant gurus. Right. That's the best advice that I could give anybody: is outsource to the grant gurus. They've been doing it for a number of years, and I have a wealth of people that I can always recommend. That's great. Now, for those of you that are curious, that are in the studio audience, and those that may catch this on the on the podcast, if you are interested in knowing about grants, inbox me because I can reach out to those people, get them here on the show, and you can ask, yep. ask a grant writer those types of questions. So, if you're interested in me having a grant person on the show, leave me a comment, inbox me, and I will work hard to get someone right here on Sewn and Rooted to answer those nonprofit grant questions for you, okay? I will do that for you. Just let me know if this is something you're interested in knowing about, all right? But Jennifer's story, you all, you already know she has more degrees than a thermometer. You already know she served over 20 years in active duty. She has a wonderful husband and a handsome son that I keep trying to take, but she won't let me have. And I, I just have to call her my nephew. You know, that's my baby, my Noah. I love me some him. She has two businesses, a nonprofit and a for-profit. She's an author. Like, sis, is there anything else on your bucket list that you haven't done yet that's coming up for you? Oh, she's thinking. I don't think so. I'm I'm thinking. I'm like, if I earn any other degree, it's going to be a doctor. And I don't think I have the brain cells left to do that. <laughs> so right now, I'm just perfecting the two businesses. The for-profit brings money into the house and allows us to go on those camping trips and and all the other activities. And then the nonprofit, that's 100% given to the community. Yes, we have overhead, you know, for, um, website, phone, marketing. It costs money for venues and food and different things like that. But best believe we get those people who need who are homeless, who need things, um, who don't have transportation or who need support in the deposit for an apartment. We help with all those different type of things. Um, but prevention, the public education and awareness, 
That is my thing, Kim. Yes. Because, and especially to our youth. So recently our board, we did a strategy plan. And one of the things we want to continue to do is come along youth organizations or events that have uh, youth that are youth centered. Because if we can be proactive on the front side by pouring into them and letting them know that they are fearfully and wonderfully made and boosting their confidence, then the goal is in hopes that they don't have to come to our organization for emergency services. We don't want to be in the business of providing support for domestic violence, human trafficking, and homelessness. I wish things didn't exist, but they do. So how do we be, we're just trying to be proactive. Absolutely. I I believe education is key. You know, a lot of these things start at home. And as a mom, I always try to train and educate my daughters on just the various ugly things that we could call them that in the world, because the day is going to come when they leave home and they're going to have to be able to handle themselves in any situation. So I agree. Prevention is key. Train your daughters to be like like women, grown women. Train your sons to act like grown men. Train them both to keep their hands to themselves. And don't let them be afraid ever in life to where they can't seem to come and talk to you, the parent. If they can't talk to you, a friend, a neighbor, but don't let them feel like they have to sit in any type of domestic violence situation, whether they're male or female or anything in between. Let them know there are organizations such as Unstoppable You Ministries Incorporated there in Maryland that has a worldwide reach and so many other local organizations that are designed with them in mind. So, no, you do not have to sit there in that situation. Jennifer has written a book for those of you that were late here. The title of her book is right here. It is called Tomorrow My Sunshine Will Come, Memoirs of Women Who've Survived Domestic Violence. If you do not have this book, get this book. Jennifer, where can they get this literary masterpiece? They can go to, they can reach out to me through all the social media platforms that I mentioned, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, send messages. Um, I do take Cash App, PayPal, uh, Venmo, so I've always learned as a businesswoman, you never leave any money on the table. So, um, But you can also go to my website, www.inspirationallyspeaking.com. There is a tab. There is a page that says um, my book. And you click on there. You can read a brief description, see the front cover. And there's different methods to order your book. And I will personally autograph it and ship it directly to you. Now, Kim, I make a boo-boo. When you asked me what else that I got going on, I forgot. That's a shame. I am actually, um, I am the lead, but I'm, uh, I have brought in a friend to co-author this book for me. And it should be released in the fall, early winter time. And it's called When Evil Wears a Smile. Woo, that's going to be good. Baby. It's also dealing with domestic violence, but it's also kind of a spinoff. I will have true stories in it. However, we're breaking down domestic violence. So we got chapters dealing with narcissism. We got chapters dealing with healing. We got chapter dealing with, um, you know, the commonalities. 
So all the questions that I have received over the years dealing with domestic violence, it is now in this book. And it's called When Evil Wears a Smile. And yes, I'm co-authoring that with my friend, Wyoming Paris. And we've been working on that for a, a moment now. And hopefully that should be released in late late fall, early winter this year. I look forward to that. Just the title alone has drawn me in. And I'm telling you, if it's anything like your book, this is going to be amazing. Because I'm going to tell y'all, when I first received the book from Jennifer, and I have an autographed copy. <laughs> and when I was reading this book, I read it from cover to cover, probably like two days because the stories are just that compelling. And I kept texting Jennifer. I was fussing because the stories are so many ladies in the book. I'm like, why did she get out? Why did she? I was fussing throughout this book, y'all, as if they could hear me. And Jennifer was like, just keep reading. Just keep reading. I'm like, I can't. I'm upset. And I'm telling you, if you want a page turner, these are real life stories of the women in this book. You have to get her book tomorrow. My sunshine will come. You have to get this book. And just hearing the title of the next one, can I can I get mine now? Y'all probably haven't even sent it to the publisher. Can I just get mine now? Yeah, you will be the first. <laughs> you will be the first to pre-order. I got you on our mailing list. Uh, we even have a t-shirt. Um, uh, I should have sent you the front cover so you can share it with your... Um, yeah, I don't know if I can do that right now, but, or you can put it out, you know, however, but yes. Absolutely. When smile. I tell you the front cover, the back cover. Wow. I can't wait to see it, y'all. I can't wait. Because you have a lot of abusers. That's how yes. they manipulate. They wear that that smile and they're so charismatic. And this goes mm -hmm. to men, men. Yes. Charismatic. And you would never suspect. But behind closed door, behind that smile is pure evil. And so we wanted to help um, our readers understand a little bit more about this horrible nightmare that millions of people around the world deal with. Absolutely. You know, I thank you for the books. I thank you for the upcoming book. I thank you just for being a friend and just a dear person in my life. And we have a question here and it mentions, do you have an Atlanta chapter? But what they may not know is you have a, I like to say a national conference that you do. So please tell us about your conference that you have been doing for years now. Oh, good gracious. Uh, Unstoppable You Conference. It actually started out as a women's conference, Unstoppable You Women's Conference in 2013. And it took off to where it became a tour ever since. So we are, I had men in like 2015, 2016, as I was planning my Charlotte, North Carolina tour or conference coming up to me and saying, Jennifer, it's great. You're empowering the women, but what about us men? Now, the conference has always been appropriate for teenagers. So I would tell women, bring your niece, bring your daughters, bring all the women. It's always been appropriate 12. 
But then I played on and I was like, okay, let me open it up. Let it be a unisex. And it has been very powerful because you have couples coming. They bring their teenage sons, their daughters. It's a family affair. Many parents struggle. Uh, they don't know what to talk about to the children once they reach a certain age. Right. But when the whole family is able to come to an unstoppable conference, it fosters conversations in the car home at the dinner table and thereafter because we're covering human trafficking. We do the makeovers for homeless people. We do uh, domestic violence, financial literacy, mental health awareness, overcoming adversity. The topics are just varied. So we are gearing up for the 22nd Unstoppable You Conference within eight years. We had to take a hiatus due to last year COVID, but we're back on track. The Unstoppable You Conference in Jacksonville is Saturday, September 25th. So even though it's not in Atlanta, it's not that far away, maybe about, what, four hours, I think. We would love to have you there. But the great thing about this particular conference, we're also offering a virtual ticket price as well. So even if you don't want to come to Florida in person, I would highly encourage you take advantage of the virtual option and anybody around the world can tune in. And what I'm excited about this particular one, majority of the presenters are military veterans. Wow. They're military veterans speaking on mental health awareness. My nephew who did 11 years in the Navy, he is a ordained minister. So, or um, he's going to give the spiritual empowerment. I have another retired Navy friend who will be speaking on overcoming adversity and what she has experienced. So, yes, majority of the presenters are military veterans. And that's a first for me. And I'm absolutely tickled that comrades um, agreed to support this. So, again, that's September 25th. And they can go on the Unstoppable You Ministries, Inc. website to get to that link or message you, Kim, yes. and I'll send you the registration link. But we don't want people to miss it. We want people to be empowered and connected. Absolutely. Absolutely. Y'all do not miss this. I wanted to see if I could show it to our studio audience so they could see it really quickly. There is the Unstoppable You Conference in Jacksonville, Florida, of course, featuring Miss Jennifer Foxworthy here. It starts Saturday, September the 25th, 2021 from 10 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Doors open at 9 a.m. Eastern. The address is nine, is it five, six or six, six, Jennifer? Six, six. Nine, six, six Liberty Street in Jacksonville, Florida, three, two, two, zero, five. If you are near that area, if you know someone that's in Jacksonville, Florida, let them know about the Unstoppable You Conference. Get there. I have been a speaker at this conference before. Yes. Let me tell you, it is Awesome. You do not want to miss this. And Kim, it was such an honor for you to be on this journey, uh, not just as us um, co-hosting or me being on your show, but for you being a speaker in Virginia. 
And yes. I never for, I'll never forget that. Um, oh gosh, you're just uh, God's power through you is just simply a, extraordinary. To just it just leaves me speechless. So again, yes, you have been on this journey with this conference, um, and it hasn't been easy. You know, it's a lot of learning lessons, but. Uh, to date, we've been able to bless 45 homeless men and women with a head-to-toe makeover. And I would say 85 to 90% of them have gone on to where they are stable and are no longer homeless. And that's what Unstoppable Amen. Ministries, that's what we're doing. That's amazing. Where are my pom-poms? <laughs> that's all right. Here you go. Oh, you know, like someone just said, like your fellow Navy vet there, Shana just said, she says, you're talking about children. Now you're talking my language. She's always seeking ways to better communicate with her toddlers. So this is perfect for her. Jennifer, what you are doing will touch the lives of not just grown women, but women, men, children alike. And I am, like I said before, so happy to just to know you. We got to stop the curse, Kim. Yes. Stop the curse of all this all these issues, all the hurt, hurt people hurt. And, um, you know, so many people are walking wounded and it continues. I know for me personally, I inherited that, that curse of low self-esteem and dysfunction. And I realized if I was going to have children and be in a marriage, they didn't deserve that. So I had to work on myself and I want to help others work on themselves as well. Absolutely. And what better person than to help you than my former co-host, my sister forever, Jennifer Foxworthy. Now, Jennifer, we're at our closing moments of the show. And I always like to give those that, especially my motivational speakers, a moment just to talk directly to the audience and tell them what's on your heart, especially those since we're talking about nonprofit. What is on your heart to speak to those that are out there trying to figure which direction to go? Thank you, Kim, for again, for this opportunity. The thing that I, I would like to impart is get focused, get focused. And even though this is my brand on the for-profit side, um, having a fit mindset and fit is an acronym for focused, intentional and thriving. Find out what the world needs what your gifts and talents are and fill that hole. But when you do it, do it with focus, do it with intentionality, do it thriving to where you are in your lane and you are making an impact. It's like a pebble being dropped in the water into a pond and creating those ripples. How are you creating ripples? Is the impact just stopping with you because you're afraid to speak up for what you need and what you want or you're not sure where to go? Well, Kim has a shows with a wealth of information. I'm touchable and reachable. I'm here for you. But there is no reason to why you're not walking in your purpose. And if you want to start that nonprofit, you, there are certain things that you have to know 
as far as being intentional about it so that you can be successful. And that's, you do it with integrity. You do it with honesty. You bring your values and your morals with you. And you surround yourself with people of the like. And that is what I would like to impart to you. I don't know about you all, but I feel relieved. I feel lighter. I feel happy. I've been happy all day leading up to this moment because she just dropped some golden nuggets on each and every one of us to our live studio audience. Thank you all for being here. And I want to just shout a few of you out because your support means the world to me and to the growth of Sown and Rooted. I would like to say thank you for being here to Taryn. Thank you for being here to Shana. Thank you for being here to Tampa Barbecue Queen. Thank you for being here, Pink Teas and Things. Thank you for being here. Who else do we have here? Thank you for being a big boy from Big Boy Prince. Thank you for being here, everyone all over social media. Thank you, Jennifer, for the golden nuggets you have dropped here with us today. My final question to you. If there are so many nonprofits in Maryland and anywhere else, why should people choose Unstoppable You Ministries Incorporated? People, although they have a wealth of um, opportunities to donate their time, their money with any organization, why you should choose Unstoppable You Ministries is that we do things with integrity. We are Christ-centered. And if you are looking for an organization that meets your values and are addressing things, issues that align with your passion such as human trafficking, domestic violence, homelessness. If you have kids, this is something that you can get behind because ages 11 to 14 are the prime target age group for human trafficking. So that's why I'm a veteran. If you are patriotic and you want to support veterans, so if you are minority, I got that covered. So I, I check off all your blocks as far as this organization. And everything is done in decency and order. Yes. Absolutely. So if you are looking for a place that will love you inside and out, will love you into your next, I always say, then take the time now and connect with Mrs. Jennifer Foxworthy. Visit her website at www.unstoppableyouministriesinc.org. Do not hesitate. Contact her on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. If you want to see her conference and get a glimpse, Jennifer, shout out your YouTube channel because I know you have videos there for people to actually see it. Yes, 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 yes. So you can always see our videos or get transferred to our YouTube channel from our website. We And we also have an email list that we would love to have you sign up so we can keep in touch and let you know what we have going on. And we always have a did you know portion in our e-in our e-newsletters um, about statistics and everything. But we have a YouTube channel. And it's Unstoppable You Ministries, Inc. So just search us. Search us. All you got to do is go in that search engine, that block there, 
Unstoppable You Ministries, Inc. And you will see our logo and you'll see our videos um, and you will be empowered. Absolutely. I'm a witness. And it's not just because she's sitting here. You will be empowered. Anything that she does, trust me, you want to be a part of. It is going to inspire you, empower you, and transform your life forever. I'm a living witness to her greatness. Thank you, everyone in the live studio. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your comments and your support. Thank you so, so much. Feel free to share this out. It will be available on the podcast sewn and rooted tomorrow. So if you love listening to podcasts, it will be edited and be there tomorrow by tomorrow afternoon. Jennifer, thank you for being here. I can't thank you enough. I'm probably going to thank you about 50 more times after we finish this. I love you too. Thank you, everyone. Go get her book. Go to her conference. Get your ticket. If you can't physically go there, get your ticket. Get your ticket. Thank you so much, everyone. And like we always say, when we close the show here on Sewn and Rooted, if you ever need to contact me, Kimberly Collins, The Educated Natural, visit my website at www.sewnonpurpose.com. If you need to connect with me on social media, you can find me under the name The Educated Natural. That's on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, even Pinterest. Just do your search. Do your due diligence. I am not hard to find. Until the next show of Sown and Rooted next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern. I bid you adieu. And I encourage you to always be sown, be rooted, and of course, be blessed. Until the next time, God bless.